This is Toledo Symphony Lab, a behind-the-scenes look at the world of classical music from WGTE Public Media and your Toledo Symphony. I'm Brad Cresswell. Joining me today are the Toledo Symphony's president and CEO, Zach Vassar, principal second violin and artistic administrator, Merwin Sue. And we also have two very special guests with us, and I'll introduce them in just a moment. But first, I want to welcome back Zach and Merwin for our first episode of our third season. Welcome, gentlemen. Great feels like we again. never left. <laughs> yep. I've been listening like. to the show all summer, and it feels like we never stopped talking. Yeah. Or laughing. Yeah. And you're talking about on the show, right? Uh, well, yeah. Sure. <laughs> that <laughs> works. Because <laughs> I do my fair share of talking and laughing outside of the show as well. But the, let me ask you two, first of all, uh, did anything interesting happen to you, or did you do anything fun and interesting over the summer you want to share with our listeners? Well, besides some well-placed tattoos that I'm not going to share. Um, <laughs> you just did, though. <laughs> I actually got a chance to work with one of our special guests um, and a really cool festival, uh, the 419 Festival. Yeah. So very, very exciting. It was lost a few pounds, put on a, put a lot of steps on a Fitbit. It was very stressful, but got the chance to um, do 19 local composers over the course of um, three days. Zach, your turn. What did you do? did you do anything fun and interesting over the uh, summer? It's always interesting. Um, it was a it was a strange summer for us. Uh, in my family, we moved into a new house, and that always oh, yeah. occupies all of your attention, time, bandwidth, all of that stuff. Um, so so that's been exhilarating. And uh, um, let's see, in the office, we've we've uh, been planning a lot for this cur- current upcoming season. Um, I'm very proud to report that uh, we ratified a, a new contract with the musicians, a five-year contract, right. um, which is, uh, I think, a, a good vote of confidence that we're heading in the right direction. Yeah, that's fantastic. Well, we'll talk a little bit more about what's coming up in the season at the end of this episode, also in future episodes as we move forward in our third season. But let's go back and introduce our special guests who have been sitting here very quietly and very patiently. Uh, the title of our episode today is New Season, New Faces, and we have two of those new faces right here in the studio. Uh, that would be Megan Schuster, who is the new Principal Horn, right, for the TSO? Yes. Welcome, Megan. Thank you. Glad to have you here. Yeah, same. <laughs> and Kelly Hill Kretzer, <laughs> who is uh, the TSO's newest addition to the sales team, working in ensemble sales, is that correct? That is correct. Yeah, welcome to you. Thank you, thank you. But you are also a flutist are you not i am yes yeah. i am tell that's, us that's how the 419 thing happened that he was talking about Merwin was talking about so i was the whole thing that. happened because you're a flutist you know <laughs> you've got wow. to find your inspiration somewhere <laughs> that's right well flutists are the center of the universe <laughs> so i've been told <laughs> megan do yes, you want to take no. issue with flutes being the center of the universe i, I thought it was trumpet players actually. well that's actually true <laughs> I, I, i'll stand back for that one only because yeah. they stand there yeah, and the world revolves around them. <laughs> there's, there's a light bulb joke there somewhere, there I is, think. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I've got a couple of get-to-know-you games, and I gave you all a little homework. And, and getting to know you doesn't just mean us getting to know you, Megan and Kelly. It also means Megan and Kelly getting to know Zach and Merwin and myself. So we have like a little, you know, little tete-a-tete here. This is a fun game called Two Truths and One Lie. So I asked you each to give me three different things about yourself. Two of them are true. One of them is a lie. And only you know which is the lie. I'm going to start by telling you mine, right? So we'll have a little demonstration here. So I'm going to read to you three different things that may or may not have happened to me. Two of them are true. One of them is a lie. Number one, John Voight. You know who John Voight is, the actor? John Voight took me out for lunch once, and we went to a hot dog stand and stood there as passers-by walked by and looked curiously at what we were doing. Number two, the late, great Hal Prince. You know who Hal Prince Mm -hmm. was, died recently. Great producer. Uh, Yeah, he asked me to do Carousel on Broadway. And the third one is Elliot Gould once sang the song Some Enchanted Evening to me in an elevator, or at least part of it. Can you tell which one of those Can is I ask the a, lie? A clarifying question. Mm. Like, yeah. is the nuance the potential for the fib? Mm-hmm. For example, yeah. could yeah. Elliot Gould have 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 re- recited so. some enchanted evening to you on a rooftop deck, and then that would be the lie because it was not well. in an elevator, or was it that you and uh, Hal Prince maybe talked about riding a carousel on Broadway? <laughs> or I, I'm going to go with the Hal Prince one because I feel like he would. I'm thinking maybe he cast you in a different one. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, Kudos to Merwin. He, he didn't really cast me a different one. He, I auditioned for him for the Phantom Tour, uh, and, and he offered me a role in that. But yeah. I had to turn it down because I had opera contracts at the time, so oh, I couldn't do it. Okay. And now I'm thinking I should have done it. <laughs> <laughs> what role did he offer you? I'd love to know. It, um, it was a combination of Pianji, mm-hmm. the, the tenor role, and then there was some acting involved. I remember I had to do some line readings for him and that sort of thing. Interestingly enough, he didn't hear that much of my singing. He just kind of, you know, had a sense right away after mm-hmm. hearing a couple of bars of what I could do. So that was a great experience, which I didn't appreciate enough at the time. But mm-hmm. in retrospect, I do. Okay, let's move on. Kelly, you're up first, and I'm going to read these. Uh, number one, you were a cheerleader in high school. Number two, you helped place a flamingo on top of the music school at Bowling Green State University. Or number three, you met your husband in a well-known jazz bar. Bar? Yeah, club. jazz bar. Bar club. Okay. The flamingo has Saloon. the ring. That has the ring of truth, I think. Is Sounds it, well, like one of those pranks you do at the end of yeah. the year. But we have to like guess that. which yeah. one is false, not yeah. which one yeah. is yeah. true. Yeah, so I think that one has well, the ring of truth. Well, it's a process of elimination it. here, Creswell. Okay. <laughs> so Why I, is everybody I would, looking at me when he says process of elimination? This is going to be a good process. So I would say that the flamingo is just weird enough to be true. Yeah, so I, let's I, say that I, I one think to be that, true. That seems so true. that's between met her husband at a jazz club, bar, saloon, tavern, or what was the other? She was a cheerleader Cheer. in high school. I'm going to go with that one. I'm going to say you were not a cheerleader in high school. I'm going to go with the jazz club. There are too many ways one, to meet One, two, or husband. three. Hold up your fingers. Which one, one is incorrect? Which one is a false one? Yeah. Number oh, two. The flamingo. Is yeah. something I would do. It is, but you it was done time. before I arrived. Oh. So, yes. Was it a living flamingo? No, it was not it a was living a, flamingo. Did that have anything to do with the school? I, you know, it was before my time, and I'm not sure if it's still there or not. It might be. Yeah. But it was there tired. for at least a decade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's watching over the courtyard there, know. you know, that whole They left it up? There. Yeah, it was there for quite some time. Yeah. So you can imagine a campus tour there yeah. instead of so a falcon. So what's up with the flamingo? Yeah. <laughs> Used I to be it, a falcon. <laughs> <laughs> Turned pink. Ate too many shellfish. We're, we're very progressive here at BGSU. Yeah. Okay, Megan. <laughs> That's right. You're up next. And just to shake things up a little bit, I have a little theme music I'm going to Here we go. This will help. Nice. Was this played at the jazz club when you met your husband? <laughs> it might have been. I don't remember a lot yeah. of that evening, but yes. A nice segue. Yeah. Okay, Megan. Megan Schuster. Three different things here. One of them is false. You own six French hens. <laughs> no, false. Wait. Let me try that again. Is my handwriting that bad? <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> You own Christmas already. It's going to be here before we know it. I can't wait and to three the turtle doves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you own six French horns. Uh, number two is you recently got engaged to a trumpet player, hence the comment about trump- trumpeters being the center of the universe. <laughs> yeah. And your first job was lobster fishing. Fishing for lobsters. Do they call it fishing for lobster? Lobster fishing well, it's is lobster. that like lobster a, men? But yeah. Well. Okay. So lobster person. I think she owns boat. seven French horns. I'm gonna say. Yeah, I feel like I the number of French horns, horns is too specific. So I feel, yeah. yeah, I feel and like seven. eight maids of milking. Yeah. Or 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 three. Six point yeah. five. I don't know. Yeah. Can you have half a horn? Well, it depends I, I if it's do. a hand, hand valve or if it's... Okay, let's yeah, vote here. Who, who thinks this number one is the falsehood? I think number one. Merwin and Zach. Who thinks so far, number... So we're really bad when we... Number two, uh, we know yeah, it's got to be true. Yeah, yeah. Number three, first job is lobster fishing. <sighs> I, I'm going to go with that one. I'm going to go with number I'm three. I'm with that one, too. That's false yeah. or true? It's think? false. It's false. So which is which? So I only have one French horn. Oh. Oh, but so you guys, exactly. we were wrong, but the, we, we guessed correctly, but in the wrong direction. I said she could have fewer. Oh, yeah. Then you were you were even more correct. Boy, <laughs> I am I am like two. For That's two. as close as I get to accuracy on this show. <laughs> I don't know. You you've done, you've I'm held your own here. Yeah. It's no. terrible. Yeah. Okay, Merwin, you're up next. Two true, one false. Uh, what? Let's get the music back. That didn't last nearly long enough. Here we go. Yeah. This is too cool to be my no. music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do, do you have the uh, the chicken dance? Yeah, let's there? try this instead. Is there any cartoon music? 
there that we better? go. Sure. <laughs> okay. I'll totally take that music. It's like non-Gershwin. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, let it play out. This is your introduction, Merwin. It's like it was written for him. I know. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not Gershwin. It's it's non... Uh, Where's the pizzicato It feels like Victor Herbert. Yeah, I was going to okay. say there's something more children's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here we go. When Merwin was a student at Indiana University, the great cello pedagogue Janos Starker once told him at a master class that he played like a little child would have. Number two. As that, in, w- was that a compliment or was that a... Hmm, sounds backhanded. It depends on what you were playing, mm-hmm. I guess. <laughs> I mean, if it was Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, it'd be like, yeah, thanks. Right? Well, you could play with the glee the of a child. Dance. Yeah, <laughs> chicken dance. Okay, number two. As an overzealous young artistic administrator, I once snuck backstage at a Bobby McFerrin concert and ambushed him outside his dressing room to pitch him a concert concept. That I totally believe, because you remember his story about being in the bathroom with Yo-Yo Ma and, and stuff like that. Merwin has a history and stuff of, like of, that. of approaching <laughs> famous musicians. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you have to go back and find that podcast if you want to hear it. He, he, has, he has a propensity for, what was I going to say, for approaching famous musicians in awkward places. So I'm going to say yes to that one. Third one, as a former English lit major, Merwin spent an entire semester writing a thesis on scatological imagery in the works of D.H. Lawrence. (laughs) As a footnote, he says to this day, he still has trouble spelling D.H. Lawrence. How about scatological? (laughs) (laughs) I don't see that as a problem. I think that's true. I'm going to go with number one as false. What do you guys think? Janos Starker, although he was notoriously mean to his students. I'm going to go for number two because by the time Bobby McFerrin would have performed here, he would have already been uh, assistant conductor Mm. in St. Louis. I'm sorry, St. Paul. And uh, Mm. the idea of an orchestra show had to have been out there. Okay. But I think it would be such a great story to tell. They're right. all great stories to tell. Yeah. Well, that's the, that's the point. We make up the one of them, and we try to make it better than the others. <laughs> and try to make it believable. Uh, anybody else want to vote? I'm going to go with three. It's just goes on three. too one, long. One the D.H. Lawrence wordy. thing. Too wordy. Megan, you yeah. have to be the tiebreaker. You're the tiebreaker. Yeah, maybe number one is the lie, because don't you play violin? I do play and, violin. And I said one. Yeah. I do play violin. So were you playing in okay. the cello master class? So one or three <laughs> or two. It was, it was number one. That was the lie. <gasps> All right, Megan, you and I, we won that one. It was actually um, Vitold Ludislavsky who, who made me feel like a child. Um, wow. I walked, wow. I walked up to him, and he had conducted. I mean, was he alive? He had, yes, he had conducted the concerto for orchestra. Um <laughs> It and Miguel, and then I said, I played this string quartet. He's like, You played my string quartet? And I was like, Oh, well, I mean, the one for four violins. He's like, Quartet for four violins. Oh, right. I wrote that one for little children. Uh, and I just oh wanted God. to sink into the ho- a little hole in the floor. Ludus Swarovski. Well, like Weekend at Bernie's you? or something. 16. So, so, so still I mean, a child? That, 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 yeah. that kind of works. Yeah. Or is he yeah. talking about like <laughs> eight-year-olds? I think he wrote it for like Probably, eight, yeah. eight, ten-year-olds. Yeah. And be like, yeah, it was really hard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I want to hear the concert concept. That's hard to say, even when concert it's written right concept in front. is hard to say. Uh, um, that you pitched to Bobby McFerrin. He had already done a symphony concert with the Toledo Symphony, but Amina Robinson, the Ohio-based artist, had a symphonic poem exhibit, and I wanted to talk with Bobby McFerrin about realizing that as an actual symphonic work. So how'd you get backstage? Uh, it was it's a hill auditorium in <laughs> University of Michigan. I it's big. <laughs> it's he he walked in with an instrument case to let anybody in. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. They let did anybody he? at the hill. Yeah. <laughs> was he uh, was he amenable? I mean, was he, he nice? He was super nice about it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we you know we talked a couple of times before. So he already you had a pre existing relationship, semi, yeah. sort of. Yeah. Okay. He vaguely recognized me. <laughs> okay. Our last subject is Zach. Zach once taught Dick Cavett a dirty joke. That's number one. Number two, he took a Van Cliburn gold medalist roller skating. And number three, Zach was named for a John Denver song. You know that famous song, Zach. (laughs) Mom's boy, Zach. (laughs) 
Yeah, it's a tune sticks in your head. But you, you sing it that's so like well. A, the perfect I, lyric, you know, a one-syllable name. I could see Zach. Zach was inspired by a Saturday night in Toledo, Ohio. <laughs> yeah. You may have been conceived on <laughs> Saturday night in Toledo, Ohio, for all we know. It's entirely possible. Well, they rolled up the streets at 10. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm I'm voting for number three. I'm saying he was not named for a John Denver song. Anybody else want to vote? What do you say, Merwin? That seems, yeah. I'm going to go with number one. Number one. He taught Dick Cavett a dirty joke. Yeah. Or did he? Okay, what do you say, Megan? I'm not really sure. What was two? Well, you got to pick one. They kind of all seem like lies. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get along beautifully. Yeah, man. I was going to say. And you're, and you're off to a great start with your CEO. Yeah. I mean, you guys, like, when, when you walked in here before the podcast, you introduced yourselves as if you'd never met. I mean, you haven't, like, officially met. We still haven't. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah but, well, Megan, Zach, Zach, Megan. <laughs> I mean, you are supposed to be here, right, Megan? <laughs> I hope so. Okay. Yeah, the audition process is very extended yeah. here in Toledo. <laughs> okay. All the way through this. All right. Yes. Back on topic here. We uh, Three things from Zach. Named for John Denver's song, took a Van Cliver and gold medalist roller skating, taught Dick Cavett a dirty joke. Did you choose one? Oh, you said all of them. Okay. Well, I'll, we can I'll do choose that. number three. Number the three. John okay. Denver. You and I are on number three. Three. And I'm Kelly's on number three. three. Yeah. So it's yeah. number three versus number one. Yeah. Which one is false? Roller skating. Oh. What? I stumped all you guys. Oh. Wow. And you're always making jokes about yeah, how you like never win at the quiz, but maybe we should just do this game from now on. Quizzes about oh lying, God. I think, are a little easier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You must answer with a lie. <laughs> That's how I got this far. <laughs> so you Excellent. took the Van Cliburn medalist driving? <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, skating, skating. You took him skating. I was going to say ice skating, but I wondered if a pianist would actually go ice skating. Roller skating just seemed more feasible. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Wait, so that's the one you made up? I did, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You, but it wasn't Van Cliburn. You should have said you took Van Cliburn skating if you're making stuff up. I mean, <laughs> hey, clearly it was effective. You don't need yeah. to make it better. Yeah, but now the the, the real thing that I want to hear yeah, is this John Denver song. Yeah. Oh yeah, what, what song it's, is it? It's uh, called "A Baby Just Like You." He wrote it for his son, also named Zachary. Um, and uh, the way I spell my name, Z A K, comes from an uh, illustration on the inside of the record album, huh. uh, where it's a it's a Christmas album. Uh, so there's you know. Santa milk and cookies and stockings hung by the fire sort of thing. And there's a little letter there. This is Merry Christmas. Uh, love John, Annie, his wife, and Zach. And Zach is spelled Z-A-K. Yeah. Well, so, we all know Annie's song. So I right. guess it was a Zach song, too. We well, didn't know yeah. that. So the the refrain is Merry Christmas, little Zachary. Merry Christmas, everyone. So that's where I came from. Do you, do you like, uh, you know, at that time of year, do you turn it on and listen to it in your office? <laughs> <laughs> in my Secretly. office, in the car. No, it, it's it's amazing how the very opening notes of that will make me instantly nostalgic for Christmas's past. Yeah. 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 Let's talk a little more with our newbies uh, today, uh, Megan and Kelly. Well, I want to get to know you just a little bit better. Maybe you can tell us, uh, Megan, I know that you just moved here a couple of days ago, right? Yeah. Let's Let me bring on some uh, music for you. <laughs> little inspirational music. Uh, tell us, uh, let's say we were making a, a, a TV docudrama, after school uh, special. It's my called, life is not interesting. <laughs> it's called Megan's Story. Well, we can still lie. It's all right. We'll extend the, the two truths, one lie. So Megan's Story, how, how does Megan's Story start? Well, on a lobster boat, obviously. <laughs> she, was, she was fishing for lobster listening to John Denver. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I'm originally from Maine, and that was true. I grew up lobstering from when I was about 10 years old with my younger sister. I think that's, that's more of word. an official that's term than for, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. lobster fishing. You were trying to throw us off, weren't you? Actually, I was trying to make it more accessible, because I know <laughs> people in, in the Midwest don't exactly... I'm waiting for the end of this sentence. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Amen. What, know what lobsters are? Lobster for a living. People don't lobster for a living in Ohio. Well, I think that's perfectly Not fair. very yeah. successfully. <laughs> They're not up on their lobster lobster lingo, shall no, we get say. Exactly. Big rectangular uh, cages, right? 
Traps. Traps. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. See? Quote era demonstrandum. Right? <laughs> so continuing with Megan's story, after you stopped uh, fishing for Lobstering. lobsters, wh- where'd you go from there? Um, so I went to school. <laughs> <laughs> I went to New England Conservatory, and I graduated there in 2017. Wow, I, I went to NEC as well. Did you really? I'm not going to tell you when I graduated, though. It was in the 1980s. Okay. So, they have a statue of yeah. him there. <laughs> Eating hot right dogs. Right next to Beethoven. Yeah. Right next to Beethoven, yeah. It's in, in the form of a flamingo on top of the <laughs> building. Jordan Hall. <laughs> Oh, nice. Nice. So from, from when when did you start your professional career as a horn player? Uh, I started playing in the Fort Wayne Philharmonic uh, about a year and a half ago. Yeah. And, and here you are, the new principal horn of the Toledo Symphony. How, how do you feel about that? I feel good about it, and I'm excited. Yeah? Yeah. You're excited? What, what are you the most excited about coming up in the next few months? Um, well, the first concert for me is a really big one. It's the Mahler Symphony 5. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that and playing with a great horn section and brass section. Um, also, a few concerts in January, I think it is. Like I yeah. really love Brahms symphonies. Well, so Zach, as we know, is a, a Mahler file, so you, you have plenty of great horn licks yeah, coming your way. Not, not only this season, but I saw your license seasons. plate. Yeah. yeah. Well, tell folks what it says. M-A-H-L-E-R, Mahler. <laughs> That's great. It's Kelly's turn. The <coughs> Kelly story. Hello. Now, whoops, wrong one. There we go. I liked that one. No. <laughs> we don't want the sneaky music for your story. No, for it was your the, story. the hi-hat. That's what yeah. I heard. So. Kelly's story. What would, what would Kelly's story be? It would be at least a three-season deal. Yeah. <laughs> Just like this podcast. Yes, exactly. With dramatic yeah. twists everywhere. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I don't even know where to begin, really. Um, I started flute in sixth grade because the millage failed at my school. I'm from a very small town in the middle of nowhere. Um, The millage, like... A levy. Oh, Yes, exactly. So the year that I was supposed to start fifth grade, that failed. Wow. So yeah, so it's it, that pretty much sums up everything. For so me. They, they, <laughs> because the levy failed, you started yeah. taking flute lessons. No, a I year didn't, later. I didn't. A year yeah, later. I gotcha. yeah. There As were no you flutists to take fishing? lessons from. Gotcha. Either, so yeah. Were, were you yeah. lobster fishing? But no, but no. I can still catch a crawdad. So uh, yeah, it's yeah, like it's, a lobster. <laughs> it is just a mini one, and you can just take your fingers and grab it. I'll this podcast is making me hungry. I know. I was thinking the same thing. Today's podcast is brought to you by Red Lobster. <laughs> All right, we've only we've only got a few minutes left. Sorry, Kelly, finish up your story. What? What? What do you want to know? Ask me something. You, There's okay. way too much. So the levees broke. You played the flute. <laughs> then what happened? <laughs> <laughs> Wait. A flood. <laughs> the lobsters flooded all the way to Ohio. You held on to your flute, kept you uh, afloat. Yes. So you I'm were from, floating on the flute. I'm from northern Michigan. I went to western Michigan. I transferred to Illinois State. And then I took a few years off. I took lessons in Chicago before I came to Bowling Green State University, yeah. which I was there for three years, double majored, had three jobs. It was ridiculous. Um, and uh, yeah. And then I got stuck here because I married a townie. So yeah. when you say yeah. stuck here, you, you say that with great admiration and affection for your area, don't you? I'm just saying I've been trapped in the Midwest for my whole life, just like, like a lobster. Yes, exactly. that's okay. Yes, that's, all right. that's right. Exactly. Not so bad yeah. to be trapped in the Midwest. No, not at all. Yeah. Kelly, what are you looking forward to over these next few months in in regards oh. to your work with the symphony? Oh. Meeting a lot of new people, that'll yeah. be fun for me, actually. Yeah. Um, and seeing what I can do to, you know, keep things, I don't know, on the up and up. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm excited about trying new things. And Just yeah, remember, I, two truths, one lie. Oh, oh, whoops. <laughs> we have a little bit of time left. A little bit of time left. I, I had planned a whole 21 questions that we were going to play, but we'll probably only play like three oh, questions. Before you um, do, let me just say this. Yeah. Um, Megan, I just met you today. I'm very excited to get to know you better. Uh, Kelly, I met you when you uh, you led a Shostakovich uh, discussion yeah, uh, yeah. W- with some of our subscribers. Yeah. Brad, I think 
think you were there as well. Yep. This is going back maybe two or three years. Right. Uh, but uh, I, I remember loving how much you love music and yeah. seeing how how much fervor there was for you in, in yeah. telling the story of the Shostakovich <laughs> fifth. Yeah. And it's a pleasure to have you oh, as a colleague thanks. now. So. Oh, yay. Excellent. <laughs> okay, we're running out of time. Each of you just take one out of the hat. This is one of this my 21 it. questions. Yeah, take that. I got two. We're going to pretend like we're spinning the wheel here. Okay. All right, Kelly, what question do you have? What is the best way to start the day? Okay, what's your answer? Sleeping. Um. <laughs> 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 Correct ensemble, uh, ensemble story. Um, try that again. <laughs> no, we're not cutting anything out. <laughs> Selling ensembles would be the correct answer. Oh, yeah. sorry. Yes, of selling course. Ensembles. Of course. I don't understand. Like you're sell- like oh, oh, you're selling Everybody ensembles that are those. performing it's in the more community. More of a renting ensembles. It's not okay. like a permanent sale. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like I know. they now go to this church forever. Yeah. If the price is right, right? I, like, exactly. I didn't only buy a violin. I bought a violinist. That's yes. right. Yeah. Exactly. All right. So, what question did you get, Megan? I got, what would your spirit animal be? Oh, that's a good mm. one. What would your spirit animal be? Hang on. Don't say lobster. Yeah. I, I feel <laughs> obliged to say it, but I won't. Um, I really like eagles. Really? Yeah. But I don't know if, if that's what I would be. Those like I just flying like lobsters kind of you have going. Yeah. No, eagles are more more majestic, I think. Yeah. Lobsters cool. can be very majestic, though, don't you think? I don't no. think they can fly, no. though. They're, so. they're, they're smart. <laughs> they're actually very smart. Yeah. Lobsters or eagles? Yes. Lobsters. Yes. Yeah. Okay. yes. <laughs> All right. We'll get off the lobster thing. So you would choose an eagle would be your spirit animal, or, or you just like eagles? I, I like being a human. <laughs> so, I so far, I, so good. I, just, I, just I really like feel it. like this is working for me, Brad. I'd like to continue it. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably one of the best answers I've ever had. Yes, exactly. I like being a human. Yeah, that's yeah. honest. Right Two there. truths, one lie. So. <laughs> <laughs> New so, your spirit animal is a, an eagle. Yeah. I guess. It is now. It okay. is now. Yes. Okay, 21 questions. Let's pass it over to Merwin. Whoops, I didn't mean to give you any applause. (laughs) (laughs) Now, wait, one one at a time. What do you got there, Merwin? What job would you be terrible at? Yeah, what job would you be terrible at? There are so many jobs I would be terrible at. (laughs) Well, pick one. French horn player. (laughs) Yeah, I I would totally agree. I think I'm going to say ice road trucker. Wow. Ice road, yeah. ice road truckers. Have What's you seen that? Ice road, it's trucker. It's, it's a TV show. There's a truck, and yeah. uh, an an yes. ice road. Yes, it's like <laughs> it's basically these really kind of northern Canadian and north and like Alaskan roads that, you know, like they're they basically free. There's these parts that freeze over, and I'm, you know, you would think as a Canadian, I'm really comfortable driving an ice, but certainly not yeah. at that point. I'm so glad we managed to reintroduce the whole Canadian thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Yes, we had to do that once a That's a running gag that we have to work on. You're Canadian? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You're up next, Zach. What do you got? Mine says, what would be your first question after waking up from being cryogenically frozen for 100 (gasps) years? Wow. Wow. Dick Cavett? Yeah. Where's the bathroom? <laughs> Good question. <coughs> All right, pass it back nope, to Megan. Sorry. Oh, we got more. Oh yeah, All that's right. why they call it twenty-one questions. Oh, but there okay. are four of us. It's not divisible. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can do one too after. Name one place on Earth you really want to visit but haven't. Okay, where would that be? Perrysburg. <laughs> <laughs> Again now, it's just across the bridge. <laughs> uh, what do you say? Maybe Alaska. I'd like to go. Oh, there. Alaska! You could yeah. Merwin could take you there in his, his, in his truck, truck in on the truck. ice road. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, I, I wanted to tell you that because when I came here for the first time, uh-huh. when I subbed here for the first time, I was coming from Toronto. Everyone oh. in the orchestra thinks I'm Canadian. 
Oh, awesome. I'm not, just so you guys know. I'll take this opportunity. I'm not I'm not Canadian, but I did go to school there for three months. Um, you went to school in Canada? In, in Canada land, yeah. Canada land. I like that. We're going to have to bring you back more often. Um, and well, Kelly, too, of course. Of course. Yeah. You know, we'll There's just, a Canadian we'll just... quota. There's Canadian content requirements on this show, yeah. I think. Seriously, though, everyone in the orchestra thinks I'm Canadian. That's awesome. Do you end your no. sentences with A? <laughs> no. She ends all, all of her phrases with A's. A minor. <laughs> A sharp. Okay, here we go. Here's some good music for the rest of our 21 questions. The online edition. What do you got there, Kelly? It says, name the one thing you would change about yourself. And this is fairly easy, and I want to apologize to my siblings right now, but I would not be this pale. <laughs> I would have all these freckles would be more joined together. I wouldn't have to bathe in SPF 4000. All of that would be good. I'm yeah. so glad that you finished with the SPF 4000 thing. <laughs> For a minute there, my, my hackles uh -oh. went up. Uh -oh. anyway. Why Why would your siblings take issue with that? I because feel like they, they might, they might embrace it. Like, well, because I would be different. Than oh, them. I see. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. But maybe they want the same thing. Yeah. So. Pass me the bag there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as a bonus, you all get to keep these uh, oh, I get little slips of paper. It's sort of like a, your fortune cookie thing. Okay, let me open this up here. If you could make one rule that everyone had to follow, what would it be? Oh, my. Wow. I would say um, A equals 220. Wow. <laughs> wow. I can't get my head. Wow. I can't. Yeah. It would make all oh. those tenor arias so much easier to sing. <laughs> That's like, you know, music joke. Musicians will get it, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. That's a Canadian A is 220. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's colder up there? Is that yeah. the thing? Okay. And only three Spinning for Merwin. Yeah. Hang on. This, this feels like the theme of our podcast, which is name an embarrassing moment that you've had. And I think I already did, didn't I? Well, like, name yeah. another one. Name another one. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't involve bathrooms and celebrities. <laughs> that might be difficult for him. <laughs> well, hmm. my very first recital, I was sitting and uh, reading. I was like four and a half years old, and I was reading a Curious George book, and my violin was sitting in front of me, and they called my name, and I jumped onto my violin, and shattered it and had to borrow somebody else's violin wow. to play that first piece as tears, tears were streaming. <laughs> it was not Ludoslavsky. <laughs> I had to play hot cross buns as tears were streaming down my face because I had jumped on my violin. Did you play it in minor? Wow. <laughs> Probably unintentionally, yes. A minor. <clears throat> I think there was an episode of Curious George like that once with a violin. Yeah. Curious George is very sad. Actually, <laughs> I'm, I'm more about, I, I'm like at the level of two lies and one truth at this point. Yeah. yeah. What do you got, Zach? Oh, hang. Okay, what do you have? Uh, mine is, uh, what, what is your claim to fame? Oh. Uh, and I, so there was a Van Cliburn gold medalist. <laughs> that you took skating to a John Denver song. Yeah, I think I've already mentioned all my claims to fame. Yeah. In my mm -hmm. What was the other one? Lie. Uh, Dick Cavett. Dick Cavett. You yeah. told a dirty joke to Dick Cavett. Yeah, I'm I taught still it to him. He has, he has three times is. to like get the wording you, right. You it's taught very... it to him. Yeah. But was it in English? <laughs> <laughs> no, we had this wonderful time. Uh, my wife and I had the pleasure of having dinner with him and his wife, and um, we were uh, we we were having just a great time. And it's one of those weird moments where you're sitting at dinner with one of your idols and just yeah. listening to the voice coming out of his face and realizing it's a voice you've listened to your whole life right, and right. just yeah. adored. Yeah. Uh, but you get to the point where you wonder, is this it? Like, is it just pleasantries and, you know, idle chit-chat? Uh, and, and then we started telling jokes. And uh, having that with Dick Cavett is a rather exceptional experience. Can, can you Absolutely share not. the... <laughs> you knew where I was going with that. Off mic, please. Yeah. Lobster and flamingo walk into a bar. All right, Megan, your turn. Spin the wheel. See what comes up. 
That's a long wheel. Yeah. Have you ever named an inanimate object? Object? If so, what? Like like your instrument, for instance. Have you my, ever given a name no. to your instrument? No, my instrument doesn't have a name. Do you ever talk to your instrument? No. No, really? really? Does it ever I talk do. back? <laughs> Mine does. Yeah. You name your instrument Kelly? <laughs> yes, I do. Oh, cool. yeah. What's you named it Kelly? No. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly and little Kelly. Oh, no. Oh, that's Kelly. Yeah, exactly. No, we just call the piccolo Kel. Yeah, exactly. Pick a I'm Wait, sorry. We so what name did you choose? You named your flute, right? Yes. Hank. <laughs> I think little Kelly is much better than Hank. Little Kelly. I'm Kelly, and this is my flute, Hank. You know what that makes me think of? Did you ever see, and Megan, you're too young for this, but did you ever see um, the Sid and Marty Croft uh, show H.R. Puff and stuff? And you had, like, Jimmy the Magic Flute, uh-huh. the little magic flute. Yeah, yeah we're going back. Yeah, he yeah. could be like, this is my cousin from the Bronx, Hank. And this other fruit, <laughs> flute comes out. From the Bronx. <laughs> yeah. He's like, hey, how you doing? And the other I'm one bass flute. just sings Papagena the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> so have you named an inanimate object? Yeah, yeah just... it doesn't have to be an instrument. It could be anything that yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or something else in your life. Is... I mean, it's kind of embarrassing, but I named oh, my slippers. Whole show. Fantastic. I mean, this whole show is. Sorry, slippers, did you say? Slippers? Yeah, I named my slippers spoon and fork. Oh. I can't believe I'm saying this. this is that so is so adorable. Is <laughs> yeah. this like the fork ran away with the spoon kind of thing? No, it's like spoon and fork, left and right. <laughs> Are they shaped like uh, cutlery? No, Are they bunnies? Oh, which side does the fork go on? Is it? It's on the right side, right? And the spoon's on the left? And then they have that little spoon up on top. That's for dessert. Okay. Forks no, the forks left. are on the left, yeah. right? Because the salad fork is all the way over there. Like, if you had... This is why we deal with chopsticks. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so much easier. Point <laughs> <laughs> okay. from Irwin. Moving on. By the way, I want some of these, like, sound effects at home. This yeah. would be cool. Take Let them everybody with you. Listen to you know. Okay, so mine says, name your favorite binge show, TV, slash streaming, slash podcast, slash et cetera. Well, this podcast, of course. Yeah. Um, but right other answer. than that, um, my latest one is um, Good Omens. Oh, um, that's a great show. Yeah. Uh, so good. I keep coming back to it. So fantastic. That's yeah. One of them. Yeah. I'm sorry. Greatest omens. Good. Good. Omens. Good omens. Good omens. Just it, good, not greatest. Yeah. It's not the. Well, there is a greatest one in it. Is right? this a but scary show? Terry Pratchett. It's no. It's no. English humor. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. 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 I have a thing for English humor. So. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't want to do a you know a commercial for it, What's but that? it's a Doc it's a good show. Yeah. A lot of yeah. fun. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That's a good one. See what I got here. We're just going to keep going until you guys are like, got to go. Okay. Uh, if you had to change your first name, what name would you choose? Hank. Really? Hank. It's the best. Hank. Um, <laughs> and you have to say it like that every yeah. time, too. I'm Hank. Hey, Hank. Every time that you know somebody's like, hey, Hank, they sound like some strange mythological creature, you know? There you go. Well, hey, that's Hank. what a flute is. Isn't Hank. It? <laughs> it is. Strange mythological horn creature. Hank, Hank. The horn of plenty. What is what is your, your new name, though? Yes. I don't know. I mean, it would be like something strong, like Rocky <laughs> or Bullwinkle. <laughs> no. Um, My name is Bullwinkle Cresswell, and I'm Bullwinkle. here with you all day. Beauregard. I like Water. Beauregard. 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 Call me yeah. Bo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yo, Bo. Beauregard Cresswell. Bo. This no, is your Bo. alter ego? Uh, ego? <laughs> <laughs> alter ego. Eagle your or spirit, ego? Spirit animal over here. <laughs> yeah. My spirit animal is my ego. <laughs> <laughs> No That's actually really words. deep. Well done. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, this segues well. Are you a you cat? You have to wait for the wheel yeah, to stop yeah, no, spinning. How can yeah. you know what your, your you know question what it is? is. So yeah. Well, Janet a bit told me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Are you a cat or dog person? Uh, hmm. I like both animals a lot, but I would, I've owned more cats than dogs. Yeah, I'm cat. with you. I'm with you for that one. Oh, he gets a Do you have either right now? No, unfortunately.
This better be a good one. <laughs> yeah, the suspense is killing me. It says, what epitaph would you want on your gravestone? Oh. That is a good one. Ooh. That's a really good one. So what would it be? I like the Alfred Schnicket one. <laughs> what, what, what Alfred Schnicket one? Alfred Schnicket, yeah. uh, the I, composer. You and I talked about this. Yeah. I can't remember what it was. It's a... Uh, this is kind of music nerd dumb a little bit, but it's a it's a a whole rest with a fermata on it. <laughs> oh, that's, that's right. right. Uh, what was epitaph? that? The Amadeus laugh. That was. <laughs> okay. that was the Amadeus laugh. Got to bring it back. We actually just recorded Special yours, occasions. and then we sped it up. Yeah. Yes. Uh, what epitaph line. would be on my gravestone? I would say. Um, uh, wow, uh, it's a hard one. I know. Yeah, it is. It is tough. Uh, That's a tough. Something about. We'll music, cut it I'd to say. make it sound like you just came up with it. <laughs> I'd say something about music. Um, you know, if music be the food of love, <laughs> eat on, little worms, eat on. Perfect. I, I could not have said it better. I don't know if there's that. room enough on the it's, tombstone. Well, it'll be a very, very large yeah. piece of yeah. granite. Yeah. yeah. It's better than I told you I was sick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the bathroom? I like it again. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> what do I have to do to get service in this place? <laughs> Megan, up to you. What do you got? Have you ever performed in a talent show? Ah, uh, you have. You, you just nodded. You have. We're on yeah. radio, so you have to say. Um, the answer. I can't see. Um, yes, I have recently. About a year ago, I hula hooped and played the solo from the Tchaikovsky Fifth. On yes. the horn? Solo. Oh, no. Oh, wait. I cannot what? believe you revealed that in public <laughs> with new employers who would take advantage no, wait of that. Really? I, I, was gonna say. I feel like the slipper thing is more embarrassing. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I mean, but so you would is, have to do this you're, you're in not, slippers. You're not wrong. <laughs> just, just to be clear, we're talking about your uh, TSO audition, right? Yes. yes. Exactly. No. That's what it feels like. Right? So if, if this is what you had to do as the dare, what was... <laughs> <laughs> what was the truth? <laughs> no, this um, was a talent show. It's a talent show. Yeah. So you, you did not lose a bet. This was something that you willingly conceived of. I did and... it with my other section members mm-hmm. at a festival. Did they also hula hoop? Yeah, but did you... I was the only one that could like keep it yeah, keep, it going. keep doing this. So, no, you... but I feel like you would be enticed to play it faster, and it's a famously slow solo. So, no. how does the hula? Did you disassociate the rhythm of the hula hoop from the rhythm of the the horn? I mean, I don't mean to brag, but I'm very good at hula hooping. Wow! <laughs> wow! Challenge. <laughs> You know, I'm disappointed that you left this out of the Megan after school special. You can always move things around, Brad. The hula hooping thing. Yeah, but can you lobster? Can you lobster? This is why she wants to be a human. Only humans can hula hoop that well. That's true. This sounds a little bit like the the Lang Lang challenge. Have you heard of the Lang Lang challenge? The Lang Lang challenge, yes. Lang Lang. Lang Lang. Lang Lang. Wait a minute. You're talking about pandas. I'm talking about a pianist, right? Oh, I was talking about the two-set violin. Yeah. Oh, is that yeah. Ling Ling or Ling That's the Ling Ling It's challenge. exactly like the two-set one. But <laughs> there is no... <laughs> I thought it was about Ling Ling. It is really not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, Nobody ever listens to the extended version anyway, so... Nobody knows. But the, the, Wait, the what two is set the Ling Ling challenge? Well, the, the two-set violin... You have to start by practicing 40 hours a day. Right. That's the very first Then step. you end up hula-hooping. Uh, it was Hillary Hunt. Yeah. Was Hillary Hunt was and was she doing a Bach Paganini? Oh, that's right. They were Paganini caprices. Yeah, but but there's no check five. Ling Ling was like a a, (laughs) a panda, right? (laughs) Exactly, right? (laughs) Ling Ling was a panda. Am I making that up or is that true? (laughs) Wow! If you need to be saved as badly, no, I think there was a. I mean, you know, you know who would never say something like that. Bo Cress. Beauregard. Yeah. <laughs> Bo Cress. Hashtag Bo Cress. Yeah. Former Marine. Booyah. That's my middle name. Okay, fine. Ling Ling was a male Chinese-born giant panda who resided yeah. at the uh, uh, Tokyo yeah. Zoo. See? I knew there was a panda in there somewhere. Exactly. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Kelly's been sitting there patiently waiting for her turn at the... She better have a great answer to this one. Right row. So mine says, name a pet peeve of yours. I had to kind of think about A Brad's or of yours? (laughs) (laughs) 
So my pet peeve, I guess, if I if I am okay. So this is going to be bad. So like when, um, when Hank gets out of his case, so runs so, around. Yeah, exactly. I think he's out there living the his own life. You know. Yeah. Um. So. I have a thing when conductors like spend any time in rehearsals going over Bowings. <laughs> Drives me crazy. Because you're a woodwind. Because you're a I'm a woodwind. Yeah. Yeah. Bowings for the flute or Bowings for the string? For, no. Instrument? Well, that gets really tiring, too. <laughs> that would yeah, be I annoying. have to rewrite all my <laughs> Bowings in the middle of rehearsal. <gasps> Dang, that's an up-down. Yeah. Like, <laughs> That's the Lang Lang yes. challenge. I right? practice for days on down down, and now I got to do up down. Yeah. Um, so yeah, <laughs> that's what that means. Oh, good I to had know. thought about talking about reed players with knives, but that's not a like a safe subject. So reed players with knives. Yes. Yeah. Have you not sat? Oh, when they're they making are, reeds. Oh, they're, they're, they're yeah. always whittling. Yeah. Yeah. Always. It's, it's like um, they always have cases of knives and stuff. <laughs> Were they like elite symphonic assassins or something? That's pretty much it. Yeah. Uh. yeah. No, like wherever they as get opposed the to the to elite symphonic assassins. Right. I mean, well, those I mean, who just try to play people to death. It's like this triangle is doing nothing. <laughs> I can see them in a hotel room, right? They're in a hotel room with the case, and they open it up, and there are all these different knives, you uh-huh. know. And they're like they take they it out whittle and wherever it they can. And, I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to ask Felicia. That's the bag over back. here. Oh, sorry. I mean, we're, we're going to go bag. on upwards of an hour to, to this podcast. If you guys have time, we can keep it going for a little bit. A few more minutes. Okay. One more round. What do you got there? Brad, did you skip your turn? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. That was a very <laughs> short spin of the wheel. If a genie granted you one wish, what would it be? Just one. I would want to be the general manager of the Edmonton Oilers. Wow. So Canadian. Not it is extraordinarily yeah. Not the owner, the, nope. the general, general manager. manager. Yeah. Why the general manager and not the owner? I think control. because, yeah. You have control you get, issues, you get to, like, I totally do. <laughs> <laughs> is, this, now, is this a hockey team? or It is a hockey team. Okay. Yes. All right. Good well, guess. that was a quick answer. Yeah. yeah. Is this a hockey team? <laughs> <laughs> well, I assume because it's the Canadian thing. I know that Merwin likes hockey. Yeah. Okay. What do you guys think? This one says, what is the scariest moment you've ever had in public? Uh, uh-huh. And uh, one jumps to mind. I don't know if it's the scariest one. It's certainly the most awkward. Um, so uh, Ignat Solzhenitsyn was playing the Beethoven Third Concerto, uh, conducting from the keyboard a couple seasons ago. And we were uh, honoring the anniversary of the Orser Steinway that we have uh, on stage. And uh, I came out to say some words about it. And I noticed that um, he had an iPad left over from rehearsal, or maybe he was using it for the... Um, for music during the performance and uh, it, it wasn't there the night before and I hadn't seen the iPad and I, I look back to say and and uh, you know Mr. Orser was generous enough to give us this beautiful and I look back and I see this iPad winking at me and I just stopped I got stuck and I, I could not come up with the word piano <laughs> so I I finally come through as like instrument and I sit back down very flustered because I I I messed up the speech and uh, my uh, my father-in-law was uh, had just flown in from Oregon and uh, came straight to the concert and he said you really got stuck there didn't you <laughs> Thanks dad Yeah He's like I'm so, taking your John Denver medal back <laughs> No it's just one of those terrible moments where you know the you know, to, to, to everyone happens. else, it looked like I forgot what a piano was. <laughs> Instead, it was taken off by this Whatever. iPad. Oh, you on just stage. forgot what it's called. That's right. all. You forget what it was. This kazoo over here. <laughs> it's that thing that makes noise. You hit the keys and makes a bunch of noise. That poundy thing. His name is Hank. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the lovely Hank. All right. See, it's a good name. I'm telling you. Short for Hanky. Okay, Megan, let's, let's do one more with Megan and Kelly here. Megan Kelly. I know. I thought of that you earlier, but you don't hear that name. We have a little know. Fox News aesthetic mm-hmm. going on here. Okay, Megan. Are you an introvert or an extrovert? That's for you. Yes. Yeah. Um, Does I think the answer yes. 
<laughs> I think um, some of both, and it depends on the situation. Yeah. Like in in this current situation, I feel a little bit like an introvert. <laughs> um, Yet you've told us so much about yourself. Yeah, yeah we know true. all about Slippers you now. And, yeah. Um, but like on stage, my role as Principal Horn is very extroverted. So I definitely have that personality inside me as well. And yeah. So would you say professionally you're an extrovert and, and off stage you're more of an introvert? Yeah. And also when I don't know the people as well, I'm more introverted. Yeah. And then mm. once I get comfortable, I open up a lot. Given yeah. all the tools we've, we've handed you today uh, through these 21 questions, through our uh, two truths and a lie, I mean, is this a reasonable way to get to know people or do you want to go do it the old-fashioned <laughs> way? <laughs> no, this is great. <laughs> nice answer. Good answer. <laughs> okay. All Last right. one. Last one. What skill would you like to master? The English language might be a good place to start, but I'm going to go with I want to know how to do a flip turn in the pool. A, a flip turn a in flip the pool. Turn. You Can know, you when, you, when you go down, you're swimming, you get to the end, and you go oh, flip yeah. and you bounce back. That's what oh, I yeah. want. What in the world ever made you think of that? My son, who's all of nine, learned how to do it last year when he was eight. And so it's kind of my dirty little secret with my son. He's probably going to have to teach me how to do it. Yeah. 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 I, I want to learn how to hula hoop like Megan. Well, there's that too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's one of those things where you know kids can just take to that kind of movement. Yeah, he doesn't and, think anything of it. And mm-hmm. it, it, yeah. I, I would wonder if he could teach it to you because if that were me and I, I would know all the things I was supposed to do, Can I would I, just realize yeah. that I'm racing toward the wall. And there's right. a big part of me that would want to. Start. It's yeah. like it's like doing a somersault now as an adult. It's okay. like yes. I get exactly. it, but I cannot make Can myself I do, do it. it. Exactly. <laughs> Will I drown momentarily? Will anyone know that I'm drowning? Will yeah. I break my neck? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Well, on that thrilling note. <laughs> <laughs> that's about all the time that we have for this extended version of the podcast. I that's want to okay. thank our uh, special guests who came in today, Megan Schuster and Kelly Hill Kretzer. Mm. Thank you both for coming in and joining us. Thank you. And joining the organization. Yeah. yeah here, here. And also thanks to uh, President and CEO of the Toledo Symphony, Zach Vassar, also Principal Second Violin and Artistic Administrator Merwin Sue for rejoining us. We're going to have Felicia Canny joining us again in her usual spot in uh, future episodes. This program is a production of WGTE Public Media in collaboration with our partner, the Toledo Symphony. You can download episodes of this program as a podcast by going to our website at wgte.org slash lab. And you can also subscribe to us through your podcast app of choice, including Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. And remember, you can check out all the upcoming events of the new season from the Toledo Symphony by visiting their website at toledosymphony.com and through their various social media outlets on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I'm Brad Cresswell, and you've been listening to Toledo Symphony Lab from FM 91.